Hey guys, Southcat Syndicate Podcast here. On today's episode, we talk about side hustle so much in the past. Today is the story about a side hustle turned successful business. So stay tuned. We got Dylan Herring with thepeganizer.com. Hey, this is Liz, and you're listening to the South CAC Syndicate Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Jared here. Kyle Voss. What's up? You're listening to the South CAC Syndicate Podcast. Number one podcast in South Carolina? I think Dude, number Dick. two. I think there's one in <laughs> Columbia that might have us beat, which is a great podcast. We ought to grab them and put them on the show one yeah. day. I think you can say whatever you want. It doesn't matter, right? Is there... Is there legal action against saying that you're the number one? We'll call it number anything. two because I know we're not number one, okay. but we're a tight. Right. We're a, it's a tight race there. Depends for sure. On, it depends on what you're counting. Yeah. I didn't say views. I didn't say listens. No, fair enough. Fair enough. So, is this uh, who was our last guest? We had uh, Matt Powell. Oh, that was the last episode, and then uh, we took off out of the country for a bit, and now we're back to normal recording schedule. You know, Jared. At this point, if you've been listening long enough, he's he's a jet setter. I like time. Time is my motivator. So free time means everything. And I yep. experiences. Like I, 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 instead of trading time for money, yeah. I trade time for experiences or money for experiences. You trade money for time instead of time for money. No, that's right. Yeah. Which is not a bad commodity to be in. Time, no. time you can't get it I think back. that's. I think that's natural evol- evolution, right? You try to make a bunch of money so you can have a bunch of time that you can then trade back <laughs> Right, you trade. You're right. I was thinking about this today. Uh, my buddy Matt Poss, who we've talked about before on the podcast, and uh, he wrote a song called "I Want to Retire Till I'm 60 and Then Work Till I'm Dead." And I was yeah. thinking about that. It's just a parody, good song, but there's so much validity yeah. in that. Yeah. If you had the choice, like let's do that life. Well, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Except I don't plan on going back to work when I'm 60. That's what you're doing. <laughs> Not we're doing. You could, though. It's all about choices. If it fits your lifestyle, I wouldn't recommend everybody do that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, yeah. I I 100% agree with your philosophy and your... I just didn't trade enough time for money in the beginning to now trade money for time. Oh, yeah. You have done that. I paid my dues, for sure. Right. So, not that I disagree. I just never... My bell curve is a little later than yours. You know what I'm saying? It's all right. So today we've got a really interesting podcast going. We've got Dylan Herring. Hello, Dylan. Hey, how's it going? Hey, it's going good. So um, I would, I would, I'll let him fill it in, but I would call him um, serial entrepreneur. Right, been working for yourself for a minute. Yes, sir. We're going to talk about his latest company called Hidden Defense and uh, the impact of social media. Like, I think this is going to be a good, good episode. So, Dylan. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself. How old are you? Where are you from? Will you give me your background before Hidden Defense. Uh, so my name is Dylan Herring, and I'm from Fair Play, South Carolina, where I was growing up, um, where I grew up. Keep going. And um, then uh, met my wife in eighth grade, and we um, stayed together all the way until now. We got married. I uh, got married when I was 20, and um, always just wanted to work for myself. So I'd work for a construction company, you know, learned all the trades and found out that it was just a lot of hard work uh, everywhere you turn. You was making somebody else some money. I was making somebody else some money. That's right. And I was just like, man, this something, something's gotta be easier. So, um, after like five years of self-employment of just trying to figure it out, uh, came up with, I need to manufacture something. So you need a side hustle. need a side hustle. We talk talk side hustles a lot. Right. Right. And this is a prime example. We're about to hear the story. Oh, no doubt. First, first hand. Right. Because how a side hustle can turn into that's, that's how Hidden Defense started, right? 
Right. So it was definitely a side hustle. Um, while I was doing construction jobs, uh, I, I'd come home at night and study YouTube and watch videos and figure out what people were doing, what people were making. And then I found a product and I was like, let's make it better. Uh, so I've, I was <clears throat> building these hidden compartment items, uh, hidden compartment side tables. And I was like, you know, we got to get a next step. I was like, I got to, I want to manufacture something. I was like, I can't manufacture this stuff. Um, I need something I can ship, yeah. like so ship all how, the way around the world. How are you making the side tables at uh, this point? So uh, at this point, I was like full furniture shop, making side tables. Um, oh, so you'd making, buy, you'd buy a side table that was already, an end table that was already built? Mm-mm. No, so I'd go to Lowe's, I'd buy wood. Okay. <laughs> and, and I would just, you know, someone would send me a picture of something, and I would just recreate it uh, just to a T. Yeah. And then... Uh, you know, sell it to them, but it was just, you had to have so many tools. You had to have so, uh, so much space and you just had to know literally how to do everything to be able to take a picture. So we're talking, turn it into something tool wise. We're talking what, like, uh, so like planers, chop saws, you know, like a, like a table saw, table saw, Okay, you know, all, all the, the woodworking stuff. Gotcha. Um, and I was like, you know, this is just too much. Like, I was like, I want something that's easier, and so I bought a CNC machine. Um, then, then it's when it set in. I was like, all right, now, now I got to figure out how to make something on the CNC machine. So worked with that for like probably a year, just behind the scenes. Uh, watched a lot of YouTube tutorials. Uh, figured out, you know, how to make a part with the CNC machine, and then I had to figure out what material to use. Um, went through like four or five different materials. Uh, found out that just using plywood was the best thing that's what everything's made out of yeah. i started walking around stores and i'm like oh man like everything is made out of plywood and people are buying it you know i was building yeah. custom furniture i'm thinking you know i gotta, it's build gotta be hardwood yeah, or some be, pine gotta, solid yeah, yeah it's gotta look good and um i just had to get myself away from that yeah. and realize you know i want to manufacture something i can't I can't sit here and plane every board that i put on my cnc machine well, i guess technically you could still do that if you had a customer that wanted Hey, I want this made out of walnut, or I want this oh, made. Sure. You could still do that because all the stuff's the same, right? Maybe slower cutting speed or something. But yep, so it would just be bringing back some of them tools like the planer and things like that to where um, you could take all the uh, problems that wood has, like the curves and yeah. the the knots and stuff. Uh, and with plywood, like it's just it's engineered flat. Like it makes perfect parts. You yeah. don't have to. You don't have to do all these extra things. But yeah, if someone wanted it, like it's, it's possible. It could happen. See, I It'd think just take a really long time. I think about Jared in this instance, and I get where you're going. And we're gonna really talk. We're gonna dive more into the the, the process of scaling up and and the manufacturing of it. But I see Jared as like a guy. Like if he was gonna get one of your boxes, he'd be like, "Hey, I got this barn wood my grandpa used to have on his yeah. farm, but I want that. I want one of those, but I want it made out of this old barn wood." Yeah. Right. And he brings you these big chunks of whatever, and you'd have to literally sawmill them down. But yeah, and then you, char- you charge <laughs> right, for that, right? Charge right. for sure. And, oh, for sure. and maybe that's something in the future. I know that you're awfully busy, <laughs> <laughs> so right. Right. Uh, you know maybe that doesn't make sense right now. Right. So oh, we, no, definitely, maybe in the future, you know, definitely scale it up yeah. bigger, offer different things, couple employees, and yeah, so when right. you first started, there was a rumor that you actually started this in a bedroom of your house. Is that rumor oh, true? Oh, that's true. That's true. So I used to have a furniture shop, and um, I, just, I gave it all up to basically figure this out, figure out how to make a product and 
you know, manufacture something. Cause like I knew that manufacturing was like the key to money. Like yep. you can make a lot of money manufacturing something. Fair. And, um, but I didn't know how to, like, if I had designed something, I didn't know how to reach out to a manufacturer and be like, Hey, can you make this for me? Like, this is not something I knew how to do. So I was sure. like, I'm just going to be the manufacturer. So yeah. that's when I bought the CNC machine and I put it in my spare bedroom at my house. It's like a little, it's a 10 by 11 spare bedroom. And I had you this had thing nested in the corner. Dust collector or anything? Oh, yeah. Or oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, a, I had a pretty sweet dust collector hooked up to it. I, I, was that your wife standing there with a vacuum? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Following uh, it around? Uh, I, I know she, his I'm wife. Sure she, she would, I'm sure she wanted mm, to be. Yeah, she would not have. She <laughs> couldn't <laughs> wait for you to get out of that bedroom, oh, I'm for sure. sure. For sure. Yeah, and I, I didn't get out of the bedroom until basically the I went through all the prototypes, figuring it out. This is probably like year and a half or so. Um. And then it got to the point where I was pretty comfortable with the product. Uh, I'd figured out how to ship it. Like shipping was a big thing I had to figure out. That was a lot of YouTube videos. Um, and my goal was, you know, I need this thing to go to California. You know, we're in South Carolina. I need this thing to get to California for a decent price. Cal, I think I know guns in California. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about <laughs> Maybe that's why they needed hidden. Not hidden right. shipping much so, there. Yeah. And so California is my actually like biggest state that buys. <laughs> really? Yeah. really? I, I wouldn't have guessed that. Me neither. Yeah, California's pretty big. Um, so. Well, now hold on. Now let's back up. Because I'm going to give a little jab here. I kind of understand why. Right. The most, you know, in California, you need a bunch of hidden defense, right? <laughs> and right. Myrtle Beach, too, apparently. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but in South Carolina, you just have it on your nightstand. Or on your person. I don't know why yeah. I say that on your person, but on yourself. Yeah, so I we kind of skipped over it. You kind of were talking, I, it was probably my fault. You were talking about you were making end tables and, and kind of hand doing stuff, and we jumped right into, you know, manufacturing and shipping in California. <laughs> what is it that you that you... What's your main product that you've got now that is so popular? All right. So my main product is called the Peganizer. All right. And so what it is, is it's a concealed compartment that is a coat hanger. So it's disguised as a coat hanger and it um, organizes your guns with pegs. So that's where okay. the peg gun eyeser so peganizer oh. came from so it organizes your guns nice. with pegs and then oh, yeah. we added a magnet to it but we didn't throw that in the name so but but so peg, magnet gun. <laughs> peg, peg so, magnizer yeah so, so basically the goal was to create something that a woman would love to have in her living room but a man, or is okay with having it or is okay yeah. with yes but a man would totally spend the money to get it yeah and so probably 90 percent of my customers are women buying them for their husbands to put in their living room makes total sense um, and they personalize them and it makes great gifts because you know you get a net you put a name on something and it makes it worth spending that extra money yeah, yeah you we, know what's awesome before the podcast we were talking a little bit and his story reminds me so much of b brody and tactical baby gear shout out oh sure shout out to b yeah 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 because same deal he started off just sewing you know it was a deal where he had to carry a diaper bag and he's like I need a manly diaper bag. Couldn't find one. He's like, screw it. I'll make my own. Makes a diaper bag, right? That he wants to carry and put, put just post it online. And it kind of goes viral. Starts getting orders offline and builds a whole company out of it. And now the majority of his buyers are females buying their husbands the tactical baby gear bag, right? The, dude, right? the dude's probably, I mean, I'm sure that dudes buy it too, but most of that's the women saying- sure. I want you to have it. You know, he probably talked about it and then she buys it for him. <laughs> right. So anyway, right. go ahead. Sorry. I will, I will interrupt you the entire podcast. If you let me, <laughs> hey, not just you though. 
Yeah, well, J- Jared, <laughs> everybody, Jared's used to it, and he usually keeps me straight. Right. Yeah, right. So basically, um, came up with a bunch of prototypes. Uh, just kept trying to get it better and better and better. Then January first of this year, uh, launched it on TikTok, and we sold like seventy five in like the first two or three weeks. And you know, that was great. We did not expect that. Um, you said what? A couple million views on on. Yes, we had uh, the first video that ever went viral was one point six million views. And I didn't even have a website linked to the TikTok yet because I only had like 200 followers. And um, as soon as or I was getting orders before I actually uploaded the website because I, I typed in the website on the video and people were leaving TikTok, going to their search bar, typing it in and then placing their order. And I, so I was just super shocked when I'd had an order come in, like the first one. I was like, wow. How like, they, yeah. they went off of TikTok, typed in, you know. Yeah, yeah. And like, I just never expected that. So... Then it was probably, you know, two or three, two or three days later, like that follower count hit a thousand, which is TikTok's, you know, limit. Like you got to have a thousand before you can put a web link on it. And so um, as soon as I hit that follower amount, uh, I put the, I put the website on it and then orders just started coming in because people had a quick, a quick just, way to get They click there. over and, yeah. and get it done. Yeah. From that first TikTok video that went to 1.6 million. Right. How long was it before you had your .com in place to order after that post? Um, so I already, uh, so it was probably a couple days. Um, okay, I so already had the website. I already had you know the whole website. I just needed to get that link on Great. TikTok. So out of 1.6 million views, convert that into sales for us. Okay, so um, that one, the 1.6 million views, that one, the TikTok was brand new. It didn't look like I was a real person, you know, or it didn't look like I was a real company. Like yeah. I'm inside my house. Um, that one got like that one probably. A total of like seventy five sales. Let me let me kind of preface this too and remind everybody that's listening or watching. This was not an ad. That's right. He was not posting an ad to sell these on TikTok. Right. This was just him showing off what he's doing. So we, right. when you're thinking conversion, this is a hundred percent organic conversion. And not only that, like that they, they literally went off TikTok, searched or looked at the link and went to it. They couldn't click nothing. They manually went there. Look through the site and, and purchase. Correct? That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Yep. And so um, the conversion rate uh, now, um, so the way TikTok works is they won't, like, act, you won't actually get a viral video unless it's good. Like, um, that's the reason why TikTok's so addictive. Like, if they don't think that just because you have, you know, 100,000 followers, if you didn't create a good video um, that they, that enough people are reacting with, then it's not going to get pushed. Um, but if you, um, and every now and then your followers will see it and that helps it. Um, but I've realized that, you know, we got 90,000 followers and the, it just doesn't, um, you just got to spend a little bit of time and make that video a little bit cooler to where your followers still hit that like button. Yeah. Um, Are you on any other social media or are you just focusing on TikTok? So I have other social media accounts, and I I honestly don't do anything with them because TikTok has just hammered me so hard that he, he's, in, he's in scale mode right now. Yeah, because we were literally just talking time. about this. Mm-hmm. I said, listen, you should be saving every TikTok you make to then repost on Instagram when you're ready That's right. for more right. customers. Right. right. The same thing is going to happen right. over there too. Right. You put it on Reels. I mean, those things are pushed out. So this, you really don't have any customer acquisition cost no. but t- your time it's of making the video. 100% organic. You're yeah. not sponsoring ads. This is just, hey, this is what I do in my bedroom. Set the mm-hmm. camera up and just boom, boom, boom. We've yep. got a, actually another camera behind us for doing to post some of the clips off the podcast on right. his TikTok 
What's up, TikTok? Yep. I don't have a ticker talker <laughs> thingy. You should get one. No. The I thing, have enough platforms. The like. thing that's awesome is that for for you and I, the thing that's awesome is that uh, Instagram wants to compete with TikTok. Right. And YouTube wants to compete with TikTok. So when they created reels and shorts, they they basically made them uh, the way the algorithm works, they they tried to copy it very similarly because they knew that it worked for that, mm-hmm. right? And so stuff can go viral very easily on both of those as well. They push that stuff out. So, I mean, you'd almost see, and I would guess they'll tweak it a little bit to their own advantage, but you would probably see the same success, success on those as well. Right. Yeah, I would definitely like to try and get into it. I just haven't had the time. Like, It's just me, and I do have um, two friends that help me. And then my sister-in-law, she does some of the design work for me just when we have some viral videos because the amount of emails that come in of people that want custom items yeah. is just crazy. And so um, trying to convert them over as quick as possible so we get the sale. Good for, the good thing for you on the marketing side is the work's done because you already made the video. Right. Right, it's just getting it posted. Now, the work that comes in from the post is another story. Right. But well, I, I bet you saw a lead time go from like, yeah, I can make yours tomorrow to I'm 10 weeks out or something like yeah. that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I jumped it really fast because uh, I had like 100 orders come in. You in, were not prepared day. whatsoever no. for you know what's what happened. Prepared at all. No. You know what's awesome, though? You, me, everybody, they wish that they had that. you doggone right. <laughs> like, you exactly want that. Right. When you, everybody wants to be 10 when weeks you, out. Listen, when you fire up your website and all of a sudden it's like, da-ding, 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 that's what you want. <laughs> I put the actual money to ching. Yeah. Uh, so every time somebody puts in an order, a South Cac order, like we know, we you know we 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 celebrate that. Oh yeah. For you, you're probably going, oh my god, what's it, happened? Every oh. online business meeting you've ever done, we we launch the website and we just sit there and nothing happens. <laughs> right. And then we're having like manually like, <laughs> are you going to order something? Yeah. Right. <laughs> we want to hear what it sounds like. So talk us through your. I'll, I'll call it a brain phase when you wake up the next morning and there's 50 orders. Like, was this a shock? Yeah, so um, so I actually didn't go to sleep when all the orders were coming in because it was pretty cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm staying up. <laughs> yes, but um, you know, I was. Just That's when you to, put it on the screen and you right? see them live. <laughs> right? Yeah, it was crazy. You can get on the Shopify website, like the the website builder that I use, and the whole like United States just lights up with all these dots where you got like five or six hundred people yeah. on your website, like at one point. And it just fluctuates up and down. Um, and you can tell when the TikTok video is going viral and when it's, like, starting to slow down. And um, you can even tell if, like, TikTok don't like it because it's got guns in it and they jerk it straight off because then all the people that's in your website is just gone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember a video going up of a real gun and TikTok pulled it. And then the next video I saw up had, like, a blue plastic gun. Yeah. Right. So you had to make it. It looks like a gun to show off the, the functionality of your product. But it couldn't look like that. It'd be like bright pink so or funny. blue or something. I've like seen that. somebody post something today, and it was like, it's weird that something that's legal, it's legal to have, it's legal to own, it's legal to, to post, is illegal to have on certain platforms, right? Right. Like they were making this, this thing about, and then they were talking about things that are illegal that are then posted on the same platforms. That's right. You can, buy, a, you can okay. buy illegal drugs on Instagram today. And you would know. I mean, anybody <laughs> would know, right? It's just. I thought I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, I heard that in a movie. I think. So tell us. <laughs> 
I'm just saying to your point. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be well, legality. T- it's got to be a CEO decision or you know I'm talking about more of like line of I'm, we don't want that. We don't believe in that. I'm talking more along the lines of you. You know, you everybody's seen it. You're scrolling on on one of these platforms and you see like some dude like getting beat down on the streets of mm-hmm. of L. A. Or, or New York or wherever. That's illegal. Like he's breaking the law, mm-hmm. but yet that flourishes. Mm-hmm. Build, it builds he, views. He doesn't blur out a firearm, and it's not even about the firearm. Right. And they take him down. That's right. Right. Like that's something's wrong here. And TikTok, let's have a conversation. It's not just TikTok. It's all of them. Hey, social media, let's have a conversation. Yeah. Right. Right. No, I get it. I get it. So you went from a 10-week lead time to catching up. Yeah. So right now I'm still catching up because when all them orders came in, basically we had a video get 2.6 million views. And at that point, I'd already like um, developed an actual an actual TikTok account where I was like, okay, these people literally placed an order and they just saw me standing in my living room. I was like, now I got to go the next step. I was like, I got to like tie into their heartstrings and um, create some good content. Yeah. Yep. So I started creating stuff. I let my son be in a video. I I let him create his own box. So that way, it was like, okay, the customers can see like if they email me, they can get literally whatever they How want. How easy it is yep, the because, process, right? Because I, you know, I let my son. He's he was he's five, and um, I let him go on Google Images and tell me what he wanted, and we put it into a box, and I let him build the whole box. And with TikTok, you gotta do quick scenes like really fast. So I had this whole like heartstrings attached video. Um, and I pinned it so that way, whenever anyone came to my my profile, Smart man. they they saw it and they saw I was a family guy. You know, I got my kid and he's I'm teaching him how to work, whatnot. So they can see that video. Then I did another pinned video that was basically the product, just showing it off, and it's not even mounted on the wall. Like it's just I'm just outside of my carport, unboxing it without a box, pretty much. And then uh, you get to pin three videos. So then the third video, I was like, all right, we got to like tell the whole story. Like we got to get to these women that are buying these boxes. <laughs> yeah. And so I did a story and, um, and, uh, not, um, it, it went viral. It, it only went like 170,000 views. Uh, uh but only. it was too, but it was too long. It was too long. Like I started learning stuff and there's definitely some things that I could change about it, but right now it's working. So I haven't, I haven't touched it. Well, and, like you said though, it's not about the views on that one. It's about, that's almost the bottom of the funnel. Is it a fluke? Not in, I don't mean this word in a negative way. Is it a fluke that he went viral? Or was there a thought process on, I'm going to make a viral video? No. When you posted that video, did you go, I'm going to clear 100 grand off this video? No, no, I didn't. But yeah. I wanted to. But that no, doesn't it was mean, back in my head. Like, <laughs> that doesn't mean it's a fluke, though. <laughs> right? Because I get what you're saying. In, right. in his eyes, it wasn't meant to, he didn't mean to do that. But. What, what happens is that there's none of that kind of content, right, within – there's very little of that kind of content in TikTok. So when somebody sees it that is into that kind of stuff, they gravitate towards it. Oh, for sure. I yeah. would be one of those guys. I would, it had guns. It had real guns. I would have instantly, like, mm-hmm. started checking it out, looking at different stuff, you know. So on your sleepless night as you're watching the United States <laughs> light up and maybe somewhere across the pond light right. up. Right, right, and the orders are coming in. You're so excited. You're probably not building boxes. You're just watching it all happen. Yep. Then you posted another video right behind it. No, I didn't. Nope. Okay. I I, I was going to (laughs) say most people would just go to work. What happened? Right. Yeah. But you you didn't didn't wait too long before you put out another viral video that that blew that one out of the water, right? No. So so what happened after that one was basically TikTok took the video down, um, and because it had real guns in it. 
So I was like, all right, you know, what do I do now? Like, I got like 13,000 followers off that one video and not really having anything other than just that video. So the goal was figure out, you know, how to get that video back on there without, you know, without the guns. And so I tried for like, a, so I built everybody's order, of course, you know, I had to get that knocked out. And then I come back to, all right, let's make some videos. And I couldn't get anything to go viral because I went ahead and took the guns out. Just nothing. So there was like two months that I was just trying to figure it out. And they, I'm new to all this. And yep. nobody will push a video like they do if you have a Nerf gun in a gun box um, like they will a real gun. Like, it's just, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, no, wouldn't, I, I, wouldn't, know, hit I like. know exactly why. Yeah, I wouldn't hit like <laughs> if I saw a Nerf gun and yeah. a real gun. And so nothing got pushed. Well, it was getting down to where it was like, all right, I've spent all this money. I bought all this product. I was like, I got to figure something out. Or I'm gonna have to do something else, and I was like, "But I'm not. I don't want to fail." So I just kept trying and kept making videos, and then I learned how to blur out stuff on the video. I was like, um, "Well, what happened was I was watching TikTok, and I watched a video that had like two million likes, which means it probably had like ten million views, mm-hmm. and it was a guy holding a gun and pointing it at somebody, but it was blurred out." I was like, "That's the key to success." I was like, we got, you know, so now I'm over here on YouTube, how to blur out. <laughs> you know, I actually think, it, I think it made it better. We were talking about this just a little bit before the podcast, but he was telling me that he posted some videos with the blurred. I think that people actually want to see what was blurred and they go to the website oh, to yeah, check it for out. Sure. For sure. Yeah. That one got two points. So once I finally figured it out and I was at the point of like, okay, spent all this money, like dumped it all back into the company to make these boxes faster and uh, to get a little bit more setups like outside, you know, I'm still in the spare bedroom with the machine, but I was like, you know, <laughs> I got to do a little bit. I got to figure something out to be able to build, you know, 75 of these at a time. And so I had to start building racks with the CNC machine and all this stuff. And I was just like, um, uh, I'm, I'm going to post a video and I'm going to do a giveaway. So I did a giveaway and I blurred out the video blurred out the guns at the same time and it's like 2.6 million views or something like that and so that was the ticket to get back in the game where it sold like 50 like it's like fifty two thousand dollars in two days and um that's awesome I just that's took, a hell of a side hustle uh, my yeah. man congrats <laughs> so, yeah yeah i know where's my clap button <laughs> congratulations so basically i took every bit of profit of that video and dumped it back into the company bought a building um, yes. i was going i was yes. actually going to build a building and then that video hit, and I was like, "Yep, we're going to buy one now. Like, we don't have time." There so, we go. So we, so we not, we not hungry no more either. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, um, so ordered a building, called up some friends, and was able to get a custom built storage building in twelve days, delivered to my house, and put it on the property, and put um, bought two more CNC machines, and then transferred the one from the spare bedroom into there. So now I got a this whole little 500 square foot facility with three machines in it, a shipping department, a dry, like a whole wall that's dedicated to drying boxes. So um, I think, I think I want to dig into that yeah. side of it. <laughs> Maybe after the break, I want to dig yeah. into that side. Like we talked about social media side and how you grew and we can continue talking about that as well. Yeah. But afterwards I want to get into like the, 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 you know, the growing of a, you know, he didn't know what he was in for. No, no. And most people look, I'm sure most people would have sold $52,000 in two days 
And they might still be working on those boxes. They'd be right. dining and whining and blowing that money quick. <laughs> right. He took the money. We're twelve. We're twelve months out. Process uh, the orders <laughs> and reinvested and built uh, built another building. Yeah, like that's the smartest thing ever. And then the yeah. next fifty two that comes in is just gravy. Right. right? I, I can't imagine. Smart. I mean, scaling a business is tough anyway. Mm-hmm. Scaling a business you didn't know you had. It, that quick. Yes. That's what I'm and saying. I'm, you didn't know it was a business until. No. And, and I'm going to tell you what. I bet your Christmas this year is going to be banging because your uh, wife is like, he's out of my bedroom. Right. <laughs> Thank goodness. Right. Like he's got his own building. I don't have uh, to vacuum the kitchen. Right. Uh, you know? that's, that's definitely nice right now. Oh, is she here? Yeah, because I was. Oh, she is here. Because yeah, I was going just as crazy as she was because she'd literally come back behind me with a broom. I'm like, listen, I clean up at the end of the day. It's not that bad. I was like, the majority gets sucked up in a vacuum. Yeah. You know what Megan, my wife would have been doing? She'd been like, you need to work faster. Money's still coming in. <laughs> Hurry up. I tried to tell my wife that, but she's just like, Mm-mm, get out of my house. Mm-mm, get out of my house. Build a building. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more with Dylan here about hidden defense. Check it out. Let's face it. Shopping for insurance can be time-consuming. When it comes to your auto and home insurance needs, make things simple and trust your Allstate experts. They will help you get the coverage that fits your needs while helping you bundle your auto and home. Bundling saves money, sure, but it also saves you time. So, you can enjoy the things that matter most even more. Contact Clemson Allstate agent Shane Smith at 864-654-1047 today for a free personalized insurance proposal. Allstate, are you in good hands? And we're back with Dylan Herring from Hidden Defense, LLC. You can check him out at www.peganizer.com. Peganizer. Actually, Peganizer would be the name of the company? Or the, Hidden Defense hidden, is the name of the company? Hidden Defense LLC is the name of the company. Peganizer so, is the product. You need to go ahead and tie up the HiddenDefense.com. Before way, this goes live. Before tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'll tie it up right quick. I already, I already have it. There you I go. I have HiddenDefenseLLC.com. So Peganizer.com. And uh, check him out. And you can custom build. We bought three last Christmas for the families. So if you got a last name, you can do a great script on the front. So we bought uh, a handful for the McPhail families. What's the different sizes you offer? Uh, so the prototypes, I had a bunch of different sizes because I was new to it all and trying to figure it out. Um, then I found out that it was just way too big. I was doing them for bigger guns, like um, AR pistols type stuff. Yeah, and, which is what I'd want. Right. And so... I had the prototypes, made all the prototypes, and then I found out it was like $150 to ship it across America, and I wanted to have my product be free shipping, and I didn't want it to be a crazy, like, crazy price. And so... Good call. I was like, we just got to eliminate it, you know, drop drop the size down. So then I ended up getting online and going to a shipping calculator, and I started putting in different box sizes until I found a, a box size that could get from South Carolina to California for, like, a cheap price. Well, um, I ended up coming up with a um, four-inch deep, 26-inch 20, long, and 16-inch wide box, and it could go all the way to California. Is that, for, a, is that a if it fits, it ships box, or no, is that a... No, no, no. Oh. It's a by weight, um, but it's a box that's not by dimensional weight. So I found out that dimensional weight would just skyrocket the price to ship something. And then if you were got into a box size that was just by its weight, then you could get it shipped pretty much anywhere really cheap. Yeah. So my product it is 10 pounds, and it'll ship all the way to California for $22. And so 
Um, worst case scenario, I've found that I've had one ship that was like $28 and it was to Texas. I don't, I don't know why, but, um, it was like 28 bucks, 26, 28 bucks. And, uh, but the majority of them are around $22 or $15 to ship. And the big thing was just figure out what size the product needed to be to where I could ship it cheap yeah. and just maximize the profits. So back to answer your question, I have one size box and it's a lot easier to, design all these people's custom requests if you only if you're only designing it on one size i mean you need to get together because i've got i can i've got some ideas for you i got you there are well i mean there are places where you can ship like a pallet right and they'll house it for you and ship it out of their warehouse right i got a girl in st louis that does that yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i know nothing about that so (laughs) and a whole pallet only costs you like 300 bucks right you know now that being said I know you're too busy right now to like make a whole <laughs> pallet worth of. Well, the product. problem is, is he's 100 custom. custom. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. well, customs definitely there's a market for custom, but you could do a pallet full of the Smiths. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I do have a lot of people that just buy a plain American flag. They don't put any name on it or nothing, yeah. and it's they're all the same price because the only difference to me is I type in someone's name and then I tell the computer, I tell the CNC machine to cut it. Yeah. So. Um, it changes like two or three minutes, uh, but it's just a lot easier just to keep everything the same price across the whole board. Um, and then it, it helps me out when I want to do um, when I want to do sales and stuff like that. And then on my website. Let me ask you this. Do you, are you capturing email addresses and stuff for your customers? Yeah. So I got like, I don't know. Last time I checked, there was like twelve or 15,000 customers. Okay. You need to hang on to every single one of those. Well, right. The next question would be how many are you selling? To an existing customer, are you reselling them another box and another box and another box? Yes. So um, basically, the customer gets it, and then the um, the return rate to the website is pretty high. They they get it on the days that I ship out like fifty of them and just swamp the UPS store. <laughs> they, yeah. Um, like two or three days later, I'll get an email back like, "This is awesome. Uh, my mom's buying one for for you know my father in law yeah. or, or whatnot." And um, it's awesome. So See, I think there's a whole. I think there's a whole business in there of ancillary items for you. This is the ultimate side hustle success yeah, yeah. story ever. Right, and, ever. And, and he's just getting started. Like ever. my brain's going crazy right now, thinking like all your whole email list. Like you could literally come out with tomorrow. Like uh, you could offer another product. You could offer magnet that like, bolts onto the existing box, or just magnet pops on. Mm-hmm. Like it could change that thing seasonally for the wives. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Mm-hmm. In the in the I've lid. I've been trying to figure that one out. Yeah, and then, he fit the ultimate market. It satisfies the guys to hold the guns. Yeah. Satisfies the why? Hide, hide the guns. It's farmhouse chic. Hide right. Right. Mm-hmm. right. But that's what I'm it's saying. You great. like when you come up and you know, obviously, I don't want you don't have to. When you come up with those ancillary items, though, you want that email list. So make right. sure you capture that. Keep it. Hold right. it tight. Because one day you're going to create an, a product that's mm-hmm. going to go with these. That everybody already has one. It's going to go perfect. You can be like. New product release, and you can right. send out to 20,000 people or whoever right. And the platform you're using, I'm very familiar with it. They offer a great tool for that right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'll so, take long. You make a generic email that sends, with it. To, yeah. sends to every one of them in like two minutes. And they even come up with, they even have the, uh, they have the, um, the outline that you follow. And they even bring the pictures from your website of your top seller. Pull it and in, you yeah. you basically just hit send. All right, so <laughs> let's, um, this is kind of, we, we talked off off podcast at the break and we were like, man, where do we need to go with this? Cause we want to bring value to those that are listening and watching. 
And I feel like, you know, most people, they kind of get the social part. They, they understand how things can go viral and you can start businesses, right? Like you kind of understood that before it happened. Right. You probably bit, didn't yep. think it was going to happen. Right, right. But you kind of understood that. I think what most people don't understand or have a hard time grasping is like, okay, once that viral video goes viral and now you have a business that you didn't know you had, how do you scale from there? And everything's going to be different. Every circumstance is going to be a different play, right? So I want to kind of talk about your, you know, the way you scaled. Some of the things you struggle with in the, in the you know, in the process. Because uh, you just don't know what to do and there's nowhere to find those answers usually. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right, would you? No, I'm, I'm with you, right? So it, like he scaled without, I'm, I would imagine a mentor, somebody in your corner. You know, you got your family support, which is, First and foremost, very important, right. right? But you were just, you were filling orders at that point. Right. But somehow your brain knew, let's not spend the money, let's reinvest the money. Right. So what's next? Like you'll close out your first year well over that six-digit mark. Right. Yeah. And, pro- and profit. Right. Right. That's it. It's <laughs> yeah. insane. So right. what are your plans for, we'll call what you've done phase one. What right. does phase two look like? Most importantly, what does your exit strategy look like? Do you even have one? No. <laughs> <laughs> you just get started. You ain't going to exit yet. So, um, so I, I have some mentors, but they're like for the construction world, you know, because the manufacturing world, like I, just, I knew nothing about. So it's like I reached out to Jared one time. Sure. We went and had lunch. I was like, dude, I have no clue what I'm doing. Yeah. Good, good call on you, though. Good call. That, you know, most people wouldn't even go look. So maybe, right. maybe that's the first nugget is that, right. hey, if you're in this circumstance, if, you know, you created a business you didn't know you was going to have. Go find people. Oh, yeah. A mentor is life's cheat code. Yeah, like, for sure. Gotta, yeah, you got to Whoa, whoa, whoa. That. Stop. <laughs> Say that one more time. A mentor is life's cheat code. I agree with that 100%. That's, oh, yeah. that's a gold yep. nugget right here, 100%. Right. We do not know it all by ourselves. <laughs> oh, no, for sure. uh, no, we don't know it all with other people. No, that's right. So what does phase two look like? All right, so um, <laughs> basically... <laughs> I love it, dude. You can't make a mistake in this room. No. What's up? All right. So basically phase one, go viral and figure out how to make everybody's order. Phase two is now we are inside of a building. Um, we're just now learning how everything's working. We're learning how to um, maximize, you know, everything. Like I said, it's only 500 square feet. I couldn't buy a storage building much bigger. <laughs> and so sure. um, everything has a jig. Everything's quick um if it wasn't quick or it had a problem we just eliminate it and it's not an option anymore um so basically the key is just uh being extremely efficient um but phase two will basically be finish out figuring out how to maximize that space that we have and then um just know how many orders we can take per week per month and I've already spent all the money to build this whole facility. Sure. So I don't really have to, I don't really have to spend the money again, which is great because um, like I said, literally spent every ounce of profit yeah. on this company. And like year to date, we have like $170,000 into it. And yeah. So I, I, I guess my question now is, are you, are you cool with just like now that everything's paid for? Right. Right. You've built it. Right. You, you understand the game now. Yes. Are you cool with just like coasting this out as long as it'll go? Or what I know is going through Jared's mind. It's like, 
ramping up more products, more people, bigger building, ancillary. Right. Yeah, you just making this a huge, making it a tactical baby gear, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. So, in, and either answer is correct. So, don't let us pressure you on at that. At the end of the day, look, look I want to yeah. preface it: it's your company, yeah. it's not our company. Yeah, we're right. just curious where your head is thinking. So, uh, from the get go, because it's a personalized company. I would always look to bigger companies to figure out, like, you know, I want to be like this or I want to be like that. Well, uh, I've used Vistaprint before for Mm -hmm. business cards. So I'm like, all right, I can make my own business card. I can, you know, pay for it, and I get it in two weeks. So my goal was to be, all right, this person can make their own Paganizer. and Have that built into the website? Yeah, have it built into the website. It's almost, that's almost what the website is. They just can't upload their own digital rendering. I have to do that. But they can personalize any of the design on the website with their name, so they get to see what it is. So the goal is to be to where you place your order and you get your product in like the next week. Um, but that just means that oh, I would need a bigger building, a bigger space, um, a lot a lot bigger overhead. Right now, I literally have zero overhead because I um, I got a power bill and that's it. Yeah, it's like hundred bucks a month to run three CNC machines. You, you can write that off, by the way. Oh, for sure. <laughs> So I mean, is that is that what you want though? You would love for it to be the next level. So I would right now since I just went through so much. You're in like past seven months. You're like, I'm no. cool with where I'm at. Yeah, you're like, like no. I just, I've spent so much. I've spent more money this seven months than I have in my entire life. Yeah. And uh, so I'm pretty comfortable right now. It's a startup company, seven <laughs> yeah. months old. Yeah, yeah. 170 and, in a bike. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, yeah, we added up like two weeks ago. Insane. Yeah, but um. We still got some some profit inside of it, but we got a we got like 130 boxes that are on our list that we got to build. Um, some of that money, of course, is inventory to build more boxes because you have to start buying in bulk. Um, that was that was a challenge in its own, you know, figuring out you know how to buy a thousand pistons at a time, yeah, and get them to your house like in a timely manner so you could you know fulfill all these orders to so many things. So this is what I'll kind of say. This is my two cents on this at this point in the thing is for those that are listening, watching, if you, if you are in this position, you have two options. You have option a, which is what he's doing. Probably what I would do. Cause I'm kind of like close to the vest cheap. You know, you can kind of coast it out. <clears throat> the other option is you can go take some, take some money, find some investors, right? And, in a perfect world, that investor is also somebody who's very knowledgeable in that space. So they're giving you money and knowledge and you scale it really quick, right? Because it'd be in the, in the, where you're at right now, it'd be really easy for you to take in some investor money. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Cause you could show, Hey, we're making money. You make, you make it an offer. We got sell. I mean, it's, if he's interested, I, I don't see that he's interested, but I'm just saying like, that's kind of what made me think about this is you know, you could sell a portion of the company for capital to right. then build the building, to grow the business, to do the things, do the ads. And that person, if you if you find the right person, could also then, you know, if they ran a business that right. did that, they could also give you the knowledge to be right. like, yes, this is going to go crazy. Right. So what I would want to do is take that person and take them out to lunch and be like, be my mentor. And then I'm going to post a video on TikTok and get another $50,000 and then there's the money. And then I'm going to slowly grow it without anybody else's money and just own the whole thing. That's my point. Now, I will tell you this. I will tell you that that is the point I'm trying to make. You, right. you could grow this yourself. Right. 
Right. Now, that person that you took to lunch, though, right. <laughs> what if he could have made you $50 million Oh, yeah, it's definitely possible. And you possible. didn't take him, and he made, you made 50000 Right. Like, I, that's the difference. That's the, but then I'd have to work a lot harder and have a lot more. Not time. necessarily. Not if necessarily. I'm, if I'm closing out my first 12 months and, and 100 grand in profit, I don't want to be in the workshop anymore after that. Oh, for sure. I want to yeah. focus on content. I'll pay yeah. somebody else a that's right. fraction that's what of I want. that. Yeah, what, yeah. what could happen? That's, that would, content. for me, that would be phase two is build out the employee workshop. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what, this is a prime example where you're at right now. This is something that could happen. You know, obviously, you'd have to find the right people and the right money, whatever. Somebody could say, hey, this is a deal. I like what you're doing. I see the potential. Uh, I'll give you 250000 for X of the business. Right. We're going to use that to, to then build this shop and hire some employees and whatever. Right. You're not going to have to do it anymore. Right. Like you just, now, now you're on the creative side. Oh, yeah. You're trying to think of the new ancillary products. You're doing the prototypes. You're That's like right. figuring out the new stuff. Create you're content. Doing, you're doing the fun stuff, right? Right. That you're would not, be fun, yeah. You're not the one that's in their vacuum up shavings, right? You got right. somebody else that does that. <laughs> right. Because you brought them in and scaled the way you did, now your cut of the deal is, say, 400K a year versus, you know, whatever you're right. currently doing. Right. So you give up a portion of the business, but if you have the right people, that's the key. Right. If you have the right person or people, you make way more mm-hmm. and you do way less. Right, right. Yeah, the goal is to is to build a sellable company, like a company that runs itself. And so my next goal right now is um, basically I'm not going to stop like, you know, working as hard as I can until the company can grow itself without me. Yeah, well, there's, I, there's your exit strategy. Right yeah, there. I was going to say that. Uh, he's just, that, he just, that is your exit strategy. Okay, yeah, I got you. 100%. Like, I love the business. Like, I hate there's no IP attached to it, but... Like, yeah. there's no doubt you're not just crushing this game. You're not the only guy in this space. You're just doing it better. That's yeah, correct. you know, I, I, I kind of think of him as Yeti. There have right. been coolers forever. Oh, for sure. Right? Right. But, but Yeti did it better. That's right. They right. did That's it right. different, a little bit different and a little bit better. And they also, so you think about Yeti when it first came out. Like the very first coolers. We all bought them. There was like three versions of a cooler and that was it. Mm-hmm. That was it. That's where you're at now. You're 45, in, 65, right. 120. Yeah, you're in the, you're in the, yeah, like the roadie, the whatever. Yeah, you, right. You're in that stage right now. Right. Where Yeti went is they were like, no, we're going to make backpacks. We're going to make cups. We're going to make this. We're going to make that. And, you know, there's all these ancillary products now that are, are attached to that business that they originally yeah. started. When we end the podcast shortly, we're going to let him demonstrate. He actually brought one of his boxes today to the podcast, Kyle. So we're going to have him demonstrate it to us at the end of the show and so the YouTubers can see exactly what it is and where to go to. Yeah, if you want to see that, if you're listening to the podcast, you want to see this actual box, and go over to the YouTube channel, South Cac Syndicate Podcast, and you can uh, see this firsthand. So any other ideas going around that head of yours? Uh, or we just focus on Peganizer.com? <laughs> we're blowing his mind up. I don't know. Uh, right now we're just focused on Peganizer. He's like, really? Come on now. Peganizer and TikTok. How uh, about bourbonbox.com? Somebody behind me grabbed that domain. I think, I think there's a bourbon box, but it's like a mail order. Oh, no. I want a place to stash my bourbon where nobody knows about it. Me we too. just slide a key fob over it. It pops open. There's right. n- There is not any of those. No, there's not. But no. You, you need to be the first. <laughs> but you could build this box, right? We're just going to change okay. the depth of the box. That's it. Yeah, you just change it. So that's actually a lot of my prototypes is just the depth. Do we only update that? <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this one, I I shrunk the depth down as far as I could to where I could still fit all the mechanical stuff inside of it. 
and still fit a full-size pistol yeah. um, because I wanted it to be shrunk to the wall as much as possible to where it just looked like a coat hanger with a family Let me just grab it. the box right quick. We'll, and I, I want to be able to show this off. <laughs> well, I was going to – we can, but I was going to pull the camera off. Oh, I guess – Yeah, let me just grab the box. All right. This guy Stay tuned. Him. Jared's going <laughs> to model it. All right, Vanna. Miss Miss Vanna. So give us a walkthrough of the box itself. And this is not normal for the podcast, but this is such a unique. Are these HID? Is that what that is? RFID. No. RFID. Yep. Yeah, RFID. They're RFID. Mm-hmm. So, it, but the gym is HID, right? Like if you know. go to the gym. I don't go to the gym. Uh, there, does it look thing. like I go to the gym? Yes, you do. You're a stud. <laughs> if you want to see Jared, <laughs> go to YouTube. To- <laughs> yeah, God. Ketterman, Jared Ketterman Music. Oh, God. You can be one of them. <laughs> that was before he cut his hair. <laughs> no doubt. All right. Give us All a right. walkthrough of the box here. All right. So this is it. So the front of the box, you can customize to pretty much anything you want right now. It's got my um, my logo on it. But you basically take a card and you scan it on the front. Let me see that card real quick. And it pops open. That's and crazy. So other people, what they do is they have a piece of foam on the inside, a Kazen foam, mm-hmm. and it's layered. And you cut out the profile of your guns. But the problem with it is, is over time, you're pulling your guns in and out. Like if you use it every day, like you like have a concealed carry gun or whatnot, and you use it every day. That foam is just gonna start start wearing Tears out. Tears it up. Yeah, yep. it's not doing the greatest, and so. Hold on, let's see. Did, Sweet. Let's see if mine works. So, so we did the um, so we did the peg design instead of the casing foam. Nah, you, yours is in a wallet. <laughs> you can put them in a wallet. You don't I've got mine in my wallet. Well, Wait, yours isn't, yours isn't programmed to that. I know, but you. I don't, does it give you like a fail a fail beep? No, nope. it, it will if it oh. if it reads one. Sweet man, <laughs> you can actually uh, um, you can turn the sound off too. Uh, so nobody knows you're getting, so in your box. getting in your box. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's important. Yeah, that one. Uh, it scares me though if I ever turn the sound off and then open it up. <laughs> that's yeah, your like, that's your county badge. It's the same thing as this though. It's the same. It's anyway, not program different. Apparently it is. So is this? Would you call this small, medium, large? So this is the only size we have. Okay. Um, but uh, and it's just to keep everything super simple with the design part of it because the design part of it is such a big thing. Um, my problem was I used to have different sizes, but the proportions were different. So if someone asked for, you know, a specific design on something, and I spent all this time designing it real quick, you know, showed it to them, and they're like, oh, you know, I want to go on a bigger box. Then I'd have to like redesign it to get the proportions right. And so basically that was one of the things that we just cut out. Like it was a problem. Yeah. So we eliminated it. Good for you. Sure. Cause people will get stuck in that. That's that. right. Yeah. So real quick, Sweet. We're, we're getting close to the end here. Talk about some of the key features that yours has that most don't. I know okay. we talked about the poles and. Okay. So mine has the pegs, uh, it's CNC'd. So everything's just precise and perfect. Um, the pegs is what arranges your guns, organizes your guns, with pegs, the peganizer, but it also has a magnet on top. Uh, and it's like a 55 pound rubber, po- rubber coated gun mount. And so that holds, you know, pretty much any pistol as long as it's metal. And, uh, and then the pegs on the left and right, that is if you don't want to use your 
RFID card, if you just don't trust electronics for whatever reason, then you can pull the peg and it's a manual option. So you just take your RFID reader out. Um, you can have it up on your wall, walk by it, pull the peg and it opens up and you can grab your guns out super quick. Um, then the other thing is, uh, of course, this coat hanger just to disguise what it actually is um, since it's holding your guns. Um, <laughs> you did a great job. <laughs> And, uh, for hire. and then so the one thing that I did that no other company has ever done is I designed a way to, if you lose your keys, you can get back into it. It's a little difficult, um, but it should be. You shouldn't lose your keys. Maybe, but maybe, but we're not going to give that yeah, maybe demonstration. Maybe you shouldn't talk about it. We're yeah, not going to give that demonstration here. But today. you can. But you can get into the box. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And um, so that's, the, that's one of the key features. I had someone uh, on Christmas morning open up a prototype, and they, they couldn't get into it. So I learned a lot from that experience, and I was like, hey, I was like, sorry about that. I was like, I'm just going to send you a whole new box, but give me a couple of days, and I'm going to figure something else out. And that's when we figured out the how to do the, the hidden bolt to get into your box and then the manual option. Uh, so that way, if you don't want to use the RFID, I'm trying to just capture every customer that I can. Because I get a lot of comments like on TikTok videos and stuff. They're like, yeah. oh, what if this happens? And I'm actually, and I'm over here like, oh yeah, we've actually already figured that one out. Mm-hmm. Like we, you know, the great spot that he's in as a young company is you're communicating with the owner and designer of yeah. the product. It's right? the Hueware, and it means something. It's the Hueware. Uh, it is the Hueware model. Yeah, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely try to make it to where they're tied into me because they see me on the videos, and I try to make it super personal to where. Um, they're watching me and if they email me like they're like okay i'm talking to this guy yeah he's got ninety thousand followers like i'm talking to this guy and yep. he's gonna make me a box I'll tell you what that means a lot right. do it. maybe i'm just gonna be the face of south Cake for a minute you need to yeah Can't stand <laughs> i don't see, see why himself. not personal brand is the most valuable thing you can have right now and we it goes back to the conversation we had earlier mm-hmm. going to youtube personal brand is the most powerful thing you can have so right you know if you do something on youtube that's not just focus around there and you build a personal brand hey 10 years down the road when you're like, this company's doing great, but I want to start this other company. Right. Think about how easy it is. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, for sure. You know? This has been a great episode, man. Thank you for uh, giving us some of your time here. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you having me out here. So, uh, thank you, Kyle, for... Do we get a portion of all the sales from being here? <laughs> oh, when he signed the the waiver, oh, well, we soon, took ten percent. Listen, I got a bunch of ideas. So as soon as we get off here, we're going to sign NDAs. And uh, oh god, here we go again. <laughs> but it seems like we've done three podcasts we signed paperwork with. We got an idea. Let's all right. All right. When I take airplane mode off my phone, we'll see how many times it chings. Okay, that'd be awesome. We, hey, let's, let's do, do this it right now. No, this is what we're going to do. If you're watching, listening, we're actually going to do it. We're going to record it. But we're not going to post it here. Maybe we'll post it on the uh, if it's if it's pretty glorious. We'll post yeah. it on the Insta- on the Instagram page. That sounds good. That sounds good. And if you if you put your order in, do you have a discount code? Uh, not right now. Great. You, you save ten. <laughs> You're going to pay full you price. Save 10, you save. Uh, well, they're on sale for they're a hundred dollars off right now because I'm ten weeks out. Look, so um, if you order today, they're a hundred dollars off. Yeah, and then you get just an mention South Cac Syndicate podcast, right. and you get a hundred dollars off right off the bat <laughs> <laughs> for right now only. Right. And if you give me your email, you get another ten bucks off. So Bam. That's a, that's a plus. <laughs> Dylan Herring with Paganizer.com, DBA, yep. Hidden Defense. Hidden Defense LLC.com also, you said? I think, 
I bought a bunch when I first opened it up, and I stuck with the one that I advertised was Peganizer. But I think I have hidden hidden defense LLC.com. That's awesome. Well, Dylan, yeah. thank you for your time today, man. We appreciate it. This has been one of the most magnificent side hustle success stories ever told here. Yeah, for sure. It's a big deal, man. Congratulations on the win. We can, we're looking forward to seeing what's coming from you next. Yeah, I, I want to have you back. Oh, for sure. That's Let's uh, say 10, 12 months from now. Okay. We'll make it a year from yeah. now and see where the numbers are. Yeah, I, I, I really love Let me go through one Christmas. And how our percentages fun. are panning out. by All right, guys. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of South Cack Syndicate Podcast. We'll see you next week.